0: stop recording and listen back to it and make sure it actually is picking up
1: both of us nope don't have time let's go
0: okay cool hi i'm johnny lynch that's Glennon. Uh, we're here to usually examine how tropes bleed across movies tv shows and video games welcome to dystropia um, i say um, usually because we're switching it up as we alluded to in the last episode
1: yeah i'm good i'm good yeah being uh t- tickled pink by the the whole game stop debacle the last while <laughs> um yeah it's been super fun it's fantastic. As somebody whose <laughs> career before they get into gaming was banking, it's a very weird clash of my working life. <laughs> Your interests. Yeah. <laughs> uh
0: yeah, it's real funny when uh nobody can explain this in a way that anyone comes out looking good. <laughs> it's basically been like, Well, there's this house of cards that Entire very wealthy people have built entire careers on, and they're allowed to move the cards around. And if anybody else wants to touch the cards, they get into awful trouble.
1: Yeah, um I do appreciate that. The, like the I think it was the New York Times or New York Post, one of those, was interviewing one of the guys who uh, I, I, he had started with a fifty-nine thousand, no, fifty-three thousand uh, dollar investment. Um, that's that's how much he has put into this GameStop issue, and at one point it peaked at forty-one million dollars worth of stock. And Jesus, they're interviewing him, and he has a T-shirt on him where it says "Game Over" in the And they're like, "So how do you oh. make up your decisions?" He's like, oh man, sometimes I just use a magic eight ball. It's so good. It's like, oh, that's so good. That's absolutely insane. Yeah, <laughs> so the."
0: the the best parts of it some of it has been like interviewing really like ridiculous hedge fund managers from like around the world with proper human names and then the next person they interview is potato underscore farts from yeah. reddit <laughs> because everyone's using their reddit names and it's so good
1: yeah it's, uh, I, 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 it's I, I love what they're doing I love how much they're fucking over the hedge funds and like people bitches like This is affecting real people, you know, like, flesh and blood people and their livelihoods. I'm like, oh, sell one of your fucking yachts, you prick. Like, I get shit, like...
0: So, I follow, um... Oh, what's it called? Something Wikipedia. Like, one sentence Wikipedia or something on Instagram. And someone just put a thing up saying, a yacht. Yacht, a noun. A yacht is used to uh, indicate who the villain is in a movie and real life. Yeah. And it's just... Yeah, yeah, sell one of your fucking... The... The amount of weirdness and jury rigging they're having to do to put everything back the way it was is just making things so obvious that, yeah. like, yes, you're allowed to manipulate that. It. Like, it's it's cool to do if you're rich, but it's trashy if you're poor, like, speaking two languages. It's, uh,
1: it's the whole thing of, like, it, it's been broken for years, but to a lot of people, it felt very kind of... Their perspective was just outside looking in, it was very opaque. The, yep. the, you know, it was a lot of it was an abstract, but this is exposing it in a weird way because it's people who are just average folk. these guys like who are like, I had 3,000 in savings, and once I like, once I heard about this, I was like, oh, I'm gonna put half of it in, yeah, and we'll see what happens. And no, I, like, it, it's, a... it, a it's, it's making it more cable. normal and natural, and that's kind of yeah. pulling back the veil, and that's what's messing this up for them, so
0: yeah, again, it's. Trying to explain it in a way, like trying to explain the whole uh, short buying thing of like, well, you borrow from this guy thinking it'll go down and then you you sell it and then you buy it back when it's down and you keep the, the change. But it can go infinitely up, like yeah. down can only go to zero, up can go, they, they're never going to run out of numbers, they keep making more, so it can keep going up
1: and the the, um, the thing is as well is that like people are like this is affecting people's pensions and stuff it's like pension funds aren't the ones who are shorting stocks pension funds are the ones who own the stocks and who are like who are essentially like selling them or like who are lending them out because when they lend yeah. out a stock they get a small upfront commission so they're like cool this is just extra revenue for the fund um yeah. and they're like but like as far as they're concerned, the stock is still theirs and they're going to go back and now it's going up and it's like, no, this is helping people's pensions. Like, because <laughs> you're making this worth so, more money.
0: I, I did, the, I worked with a group of guys ages ago and I did the UI for a trading game, a Forex trading game with the idea was you don't actually put any money in but it uses the real info from the stock market and there's all these challenges and stuff and it's basically like, how good would you be if you had a few million to throw around to kind of demystify it a little bit? And I remember I signed up for a bunch of uh, Forex trading things and then it, it all kind of fell apart. So I didn't really do anything. I never actually did any trading. And then afterwards for months uh was getting phone calls from people being like hey we see you signed up for this thing and like you know are you interested in trading you want to make some money and i'm like oh no that feels real predatory i'm not interested mm-hmm. just this week i like on my my online bank has a little baby's first trading thing on it and i went oh and i put 50 quid in gamestop and then when it went to 65 i sold and then with a fiver of fees gone i was like i just made a tenner that's great and immediately, because I had to go through all these things and tick boxes and say, I understand about trading, I'm now back on all the lists and I've started getting <laughs> phone calls from people being like, hey, we see you're interested in trading. Want to make some money? And one of the one of the phone calls I got started with a woman laughing. I just picked up, like answered the phone and she goes, ah, how are you doing? And I started laughing too, just matching her energy. Be like, great. What's up? What's the crack? And she's like, so you looking to make some money? And I'm like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. It's like such a weird, uh, sorry to bother you, way of of getting people to stay on the phone instead of being like, "Hi, I'm calling with an uh, exciting opportunity." Starting with just, "Ha ha ha ha, ha Mad. How are you getting on yourself?
1: Yeah, it's, but, uh, it's it, uh, yeah, it's all those tactics. It's the but like I I, I appreciate that's odd, but like I'm just watching watching the actual like the hedge funds like these like they purposely try and. Bet, they're betting against companies, hoping the companies will fail. They're hoping yeah, the, blood com- blood com- blood they're blood. hoping the company will fail, and that people will lose their jobs and lose their money. Yep. And now somebody's doing it to them using the exact same tools that they do. Yep. And they are it, crying yeah. like a four-year-old who fell and cut their knee, and it is it hilarious. Is.
0: So the the hedge fund guys are basically watching the world fail around them. They're watching all the masses fail. They're, like, keeping an eye out on everything. Whereas in this one instance, the masses looked and went, actually, instead of you taking $1 from a a million people, how about we all take a million dollars from you?
1: And the guy's like, no, it doesn't work like that. And the the other thing as well is that, like, it's it's not just... Like, GameStop is the flagship one, but they're going after other ones.
0: Oh, yeah. Which is... I have a friend who's a goldsmith and it just keeps posting memes of like really nervous looking characters being like, hoping Redditors don't realise that precious
1: metals exist. (laughs) (laughs) That's something that doesn't really go down. That's kind of hot. No, it doesn't. For the most part, so.
0: It is true, but yeah, but the the buying and selling of precious metals, if they ever attempted to fuck with that, like, I'd say there's guys stockpiling at the moment. The real Ron Swanson's just burying gold.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um. Anyway, well, yes, that's that, that's that's been my last two weeks. What about yourself?
0: Yeah, uh, speaking of Ron Swanson, I rewatched all of Parks and Rec all the way up to the end again. It's such a good show. I I,
1: I have been off that years. show so many times. Really? I don't think I've got past the fourth episode. Oh wow! No,
0: it's it's So I've never watched like The American Office. I've never watched. I I genuinely think you've only people only have like shelf space in their head for. Uh, enough thing or a bunch of things of the same type. Like I never watched How I Met Your Mother because I'd already watched Coupling and Friends. So there's a whole bunch of ones like that, and I kind of assume it's shite from looking at it. But uh, Parks and Rec, I think if you'd watched Thirty Rock and The Office and a couple other things, you'd just be like, nah, eh, it's it's just overlapping. I've it's, watched. It's
1: kind of sensitive. I've watched about a half a season of Thirty Rock. I didn't watch any of the British Office because got Ricky Gervais in it, and I if. You know, as the saying goes, if he was drowning, i would throw him a bowling ball. Um, yeah. He is not funny. He is a comedian who specialises in punching down, and mm-hmm. he needs to fuck right off because of it. Um, and the American Office, I just, I, I didn't have a television the entire time it was running, and I was like, I don't really care. So yeah, I, it's, it's weird. A- I mean, like all of those type of series where I'm just like, that would overlap. I'm not. I'm not interested in any of them.
0: Ah, then it's an entire genre. You don't want. I, I don't I, like, know. The American Office as a blind spot for us is insane. Apparently, 1% of people watching Netflix at any given time are just watching The American Office. I have to believe it's on in waiting rooms and stuff. It's not just. People can't be sitting down and watching it again and again and again. But maybe. Like, we, we've we done that with Peep Show. Com- yeah, it was it our hangover show.
1: Food. It could be comfort food for yeah. people. Like, it's just, you know. Um... But, uh, no. Uh, Parks
0: and Rec, very character driven. Love Ron Swanson. Lo- lo- it's uh someone boiled it down to like the various characters that are in it and the Andy and April relationship it's like no no that's just what would happen if a cat and a dog fell in love they are completely different people but they love each other for it and i'm like oh it's really nice way of putting it it's they don't like they're they don't play it for laughs it's like like the comedy's there the characters are there um yeah it works i love it that's um, my comfort food it's very comforting
1: no, that's fair um so let's jump into this we've got our new uh, the new idea we'll try it out for a while see how it fits so
0: it needs it, it needs a catchy segment title like remember I had that notable tropable thing for ages that you loved you yeah, loved that I did so I, su- I assume master debaters
1: sure why not right, um right. yeah um <laughs> so the general idea being that we pick a creative each yep um and I was, I was thinking as well like since you were talking about you in the, in the, in the in the in the interval um, I feel like if we're picking, it, it should be of the same type.
0: Yes. So this time around actors. Yes. Next time maybe... Director or company directors. or... TV showrunners or something like that. Exactly. Yes. Yep.
1: And you can pick their entire career or uh, if you want a slice of it, it has to, last, it has to cover at least 15 years. Yep. And... We trade these, and then the other person has the opportunity to research and try and shoot them down. You can look up three examples. You can sorry, I basically have three examples ready to shoot down your argument. Fantastic. And but I'm like I'm limiting myself to three. I have to see if you can if you can basically get the other like if you come up with one that is legitimately a a strike against my character, I'll be like, yeah, okay, I'll give you that. So. And then we can see, but we're going to go through them. So, so as we discussed, my one is Tim Curry.
0: No. Yeah, your one is Tim Curry and I'm doing Denzel Washington. Yes, but
1: right? so I'm trying to shoot down Tim Curry and you're trying to shoot down Denzel Washington. Let's just clarify. I gave you Denzel Washington as my choice. You gave me yes. Tim Curry and we're trying to, yep. it's, it's like, the, it's like the, the, the defend your thesis thing. I hold that Denzel Washington, I think I said from 95, but 93 either will work, like, just from, yeah. from at least 95, I, 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 the reason why I went is like, some of his stuff before then was very much, like, bit part, and, like, he was taking a job he could get before yeah, he became, yeah. like, the leading man, but, uh, yeah, so like, I, 93 onwards, um, and you gave me, um, 85 onwards, um, Tim Curry, right? Uh, no, no,
0: 75 onwards, from, like, like, right from his, um, yeah, like from Rocky yeah. Horror. Okay. Yeah, yeah uh yeah i i watched a couple of clips of things this morning and i there was this moment where i was like oh, man i should have like because i was immediately thinking well i want to i want to trumpet like an um, an underdog i want to lionize someone who doesn't get a lot of attention who you don't think of as a movie star and then you said denzel washington i was like god damn it oh man am i, I inside w- here this i want great. an early win
1: i want an early yeah. win to get myself on the board <laughs>
0: But then I started watching, like I was watching some Denzel Washington clips and I was like, all right, well, obviously the man's great. And then I watched uh, Tim Curry uh, from the behind the scenes featurette singing um, Toxic Love from Fern Gully. And I was like, I'm so glad I picked Tim Curry. (laughs) What a man. (laughs) This is amazing. I'm so happy right now. All right. To kick us off. I was
1: going to say, I'll let you start.
0: No, I was going to say, why, why don't you start off with Denzel and give me give me a little reason why you picked him and why you think uh, he he deserves to be thought of as one of the greats.
1: I cannot think of another actor who consistently shows up and gives everything to a role and at mm-hmm. the same time manages to pull off the unique brand of this is a distinct character, but it's also Denzel yes he manages to inhabit so that, the role with both for, it's, it's, so there's a thing I heard about like acting where it's like some people like Robert De Niro will read the character on the page and try and make himself become that character and other yes. people they read the character on the page and they try and make that character become them so yep. the, I think the more kind of natural style of acting like the, they make the character become them is like Robert Redford Denzel seems yeah, yeah, to yeah. be one of the only ones that can hit the halfway point
0: so, I, it's, this is something that's come up before in the show where we I, I talk about the difference between actor and movie star. Yes, with the idea that like Tom Cruise is a movie star, Brad Pitt is a movie star. Like if you're going to go see these guys, you're going to go see like Tom Hanks is the I, I think the epitome of this. Who's the actor movie star? Um, uh, like if if he's doing a dramatic role where he needs to lose himself in it, that's um, that's something you can do. I mean, we, we can use Philadelphia as example of Tom Hanks and Denzel. Uh, yeah. Denzel, which falls outside of the range of the, the years you've picked, so unfortunately you can't use it. No, but we did it, it, thing, use it, was, it,
1: it is a 93 one, but it's like, it's that's why I picked 95 onwards just because it was like, the yep. it, it almost felt that Philadelphia was kind of cheating because of just how well received it was. <laughs> so,
0: uh, but again, yeah, like the Harrison Fords and even the Meryl Streeps in the world, this idea that like it's a movie star, you're going to go see this person, you're going to go because you love them, you want to see. Harrison Ford in this movie. You want to see Denzel in this movie, yes? Uh, But I, I would posit that you've immediately fallen into a trap here, which is he does literally play himself and everything he plays. No,
1: I I feel that it's half and half. I feel that it's like he doesn't lose himself completely, but like you believe that that could be what Denzel is like, which is the
0: thing. I, I would argue that he loses himself. I, I would argue he comes out. I think he's one of the best, but absolutely not the greatest. Of this, I think there are better actors out there.
1: Yeah, but I mean, that's that, know, that doesn't know how to walk
0: that tightrope a bit better.
1: But that's not necessarily I, shooting down his his levels of his quality. Yeah.
0: Like So I I I don't know if you've got his, his filmography there, but I was looking mm-hmm. over his uh, uh, movies and I was trying to see if I could come up with uh, a sentence that basically describes his all of his movies, all of his characters. Go on. So. He plays in any given movie Uh, an arrogant but smart badass who's backed into a corner and must use guile and charisma and a never-ending pack of chewing gum to seize control. My man.
1: (laughs) Um, I would say yes and no. There's a couple of books that... A couple of books. A couple of films that explicitly go against that. One of them being the, The Book of Eli.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, the ones uh, where he doesn't do that mm-hmm. are the ones that people don't like. No. The Book of Eli, people seem to hate. I liked it. But people seem to think of it as one of his worst movies.
1: Um, so you're taking the whole thing of, like...
0: I. So basically, my first point on this yeah. is he doesn't have the range. He plays the same guy in every movie. First of all, he always plays a black guy. That's racist. No. But uh, he he doesn't have any range. And I'm going to basically uh, pin this point to the 1998 movie Fallen, in which he plays a police officer who is uh, trying to... who basically puts a, a serial killer on death row and puts him in the chair. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that the serial killer is actually a fallen angel, this demonic entity that has been jumping from person to person Yeah, and when a, a new set of murders happen, they think it's a copycat killer, but Denzel realizes it's the same entity just moving from person to person. I would argue that Denzel Washington in his movies is just Denzel Washington moving from person to person. <laughs> he is the demonic entity from Fallen. I know that... I'm, hey, I know I'm saying some real weird, strong shit here. I love Denzel, but I have to argue my point. Yeah, I know. I'm literally, being... Being, I'm literally being the Fallen Angels advocate here. Okay, <laughs> and so I'm saying that... Every time one of his characters dies in a movie, the Denzel spirit just moves to the next character, and it's all just the same dude doing it in every single one.
1: So, first off, if you'd actually watched Fallen, you realise it can only be transferred by touch, so I don't know when the characters from his various films actually get a chance to touch one another. Second of all... (laughs) It's not
0: just touch, it's proximity, because at the end of Fallen, he moves into a cat that was nowhere near the body. Continue.
1: Um, No, I actually think Fallen's actually a good example of the range he has, because there's a point in that, spoilers, the film is 23 years old, get a grip on yourself, um, (laughs) where he himself becomes taken over by the spirit. And his whole personality changes. And it's a good enough change that you're it's noticeable but it's not so strong that you that like the a, a casual passerby would be like that guy's not like not himself that guy's acting weird and um, yep. like I understand your concept of like he is somebody who is backed into how, a corner how many times
0: how many times does he chew gum like what it's not just Brad Pitt eating food now it's literally gum he does it in Titans he does it in yeah because
1: uh, like the gum thing I know is just because it's like it saves you having to use a spit bucket <laughs> He could just, <laughs> he could chew the same piece he, of gum between takes. And he's, Brad Pitt yeah, doesn't he's use it. a spit bucket either. He just eats it. But like,
0: <laughs> but he was doing it in American Gangster or something. Something more recent. I was watching. Going, are you still? F- it could be the same piece of gum as far as I fucking know.
1: Probably is. Probably his lucky gum. The, the like, there's a number of films. I like, get your whole thing of like, he has, you know, he's
0: a bat. he's amazing. is magnetic, but I'm just saying he doesn't have the range.
1: I think he does. Mostly it's like, okay, so I don't. What, what I th-
0: examples within your time frame? Uh, Fences. I haven't seen Fences. Go on.
1: Okay, so Fences is based on a play. It mm-hmm. was uh, when it was doing its run, I think it was on Broadway. I assume it was on Broadway. Um, the character that he plays, uh, Troy Maxson, um, was played by uh, James Earl Jones. Oh, nice. And um but and he wanted to do the adaptation of it and he is also the director and the producer of that so he has range in just in his skill level of what he's able to accomplish fences he is the bad guy he is the absolute irredeemable shithead asshole he is an unfaithful husband an abusive father there is no redeeming uh, features on this guy no redeeming quality whatsoever and you sit there in the whole film and you're like, I fucking hate this asshole. Right? Now, obviously, that is, you know, it's... He's, it's, he's I, past when, the 50 when, year when mark. An
0: actor does that, when an actor does that and it just goes irredeeming, like Gregory Peck in Boys from Brazil, somebody who you're used to seeing, like, as a, either a cop or like a, a, a criminal you're going to root for, when they go irredeeming, it is fucking moving. So I will definitely look up fences.
1: Yeah. The, the Book of Eli, he is not... He isn't the wisecracking tough guy. He is a guy who wants to be left alone. All the way through, yep. he wants to be left alone. He just wants it, like I have a job to do. Just just let me go, let me be. There's the whole bit at the very start where he's on the over on the overpass and he's looking down on the bikers I, and he's I, like, just stick yeah. to the path. It's not your business. Just stick to the path. It's this whole thing of like he just he's tr- I, he's always I, trying I, to be polite and. It's- but
0: I, I think that's closer to his usual thing though. I think his range is arrogant smart badass and then he's got a charisma dial that he just turns up or down and he on one end he's either book of eli or the equalizer where it's no charisma and then the the other side of things like he's pure charisma and he's american gangster and he's like you just can't take your eyes off him because again he's magnetic but i think it's always smart arrogant badass
1: yeah yeah but i mean like
0: capable badass that that real like shit's gonna get done because of this guy
1: I mean, I'd, I'd say the bone collector because he's literally paralyzed in a bed at that point. <laughs> <But> <laughs> shit is not going to get done because of him. Shit's shit's only going to get done if someone listens to him. Like I, he ain't doing not, shit he, himself. He's not in.
0: He's not in the bone collector. Was he? He was. He's in four scenes. The bone collector.
1: He's in a good chunk of it. I watched it again like about eight months ago. The, Did you? Yeah, but even stuff like um, remember the Titans, uh, the Hurricane, that type of thing. It's like the more kind of historical yep. based ones. A lot of it. It's uh, specifically. What's remember your, the what's Titans? Your, from, he was okay. from that time.
0: From that time period, what uh, is your favorite movie that, where he isn't a cop or a criminal or a sports coach?
1: <laughs> where he isn't a cop, a criminal, or a sports or a coach. coach. Sports coach. Sports coach. Um, I'd probably
0: say Book of Eli or, or tried to stop a train. Go on. Uh, Book of Eli
1: book of eli yeah it's it's that whole thing like he plays it as it's such a the whole the quiet how about, and part of it is just that film is beautifully shot there's just there's so yeah, many yeah. like scenes in that film where it's just really well done the soundtrack's fantastic
0: G- i don't, don't understand the hate it gets i do really like it i, I don't uh, get it like
1: like i'm a, i'm i'm a staunch atheist what? and like i know a lot of people <laughs> yeah. get pissy about the whole like thing about god i'm like it's it's a good story like, you already think that God is fiction, so why can't yeah, you yeah. accept it when that is used in a fiction film? Like, that doesn't make yeah, sense yeah. to me. Was um, there a reason why you cut out Glory, uh, Philadelphia,
0: Malcolm X, Pelican Brief, and my favourite, The Preacher's Wife, where he plays an angel? Come on, like a
1: happy-go-lucky one. There's kind know. of some shit ones mixed in between. It'd be giving you too yeah. much ammo. Like, okay, if I went back as 93, yeah. You've Pelican Brief, Crimson Tide. So Crimson Tide on ninety it. You've Pelican Brief, uh, Philadelphia, Much Ado About Nothing. What you do about nothing? Um, I don't think you can go wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's based on Shakespeare. You're not yeah. l- uh, like you can.
0: Yep, no, not, no. Actually, he, he's in pre-production for Macbeth, where he's playing Macbeth. I can't wait to see that. Yes, that's going to be amazing.
1: But like the the, the yeah. thing is, is with um, Shakespeare, there is hundreds of performances you can study. Yes. There are, you know, thousands upon thousands of pages of uh, analysis and, you know, scene deconstruction and everything to to use. So there is a, like, it's incredibly hard. You get a gr- a group of semi-competent actors and a cameraman who remembers to take the lens cap off. You're probably yep. halfway to a good film you know yes. so it's it, it, it's that's kind of that doesn't feel like a, a huge one to pick Um the watch call it though and um, yeah i could have got 92 onwards and got malcolm X, which is fantastic um philadelphia is great but again that feels almost like cheating
0: yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna move to strike that from the record
1: so <laughs> yeah. so that's I was yeah, like 95 be onwards because 95 onwards is like a lot of like a lot of the films previous to that he was actually the se- he wasn't the leading man he was the second yeah Philadelphia That's it's man. Tom Hanks and him and Antonio yeah. Banderas which everyone forgets about In um the Pelican Brief it was uh, Julia Roberts and him in yes. uh Crimson Tide it was Gene Hackman was the lead and he was the second so it's like the, the shift came after Philadelphia where they started putting him in the the, the lead role
0: uh, I remember reading a quote from him where there was some movie he was supposed to be doing, and again, it was him, it was something like The Pelican where it was him and white actress, and he turned it down and he was like, no, nah, they're going to make me kiss a white actress, and he's like, I, and he goes, I don't mind that, but, like, the sisters would never forgive me, he was like, no, I... <laughs> he's, he just... He, for some reason, the black unie doesn't like him, the idea of him kissing a white woman, and I was like, I want, I'd love to know when this quote was from. That feels like some real mid-90s yeah. stuff, because I don't think he'd get away with saying that shit. And...
1: No. Um... I would also okay. maintain that he has yeah. a fantastic uh, creation that isn't listed in his filmography. Oh, which is his son. <laughs> okay. His son, David Washington, the lead in yes. Black Landsman. I haven't and, seen it yet. Okay, no, he's been—he's in tennis. He's the 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 main character think, he doesn't have a name in, in tennis but he is the main character i
0: don't i don't think denzel washington can take credit for the films of his son but he <laughs> created them. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna claim that everybody who watched the rocky horror picture show went out made some like little bit of queer media can just trace it all the way back to tim curry
1: but no i i i i, I, I that's why he's standard for me why why is yours tim curry
0: uh, I we we started discussing this the last time. I really, really like the idea of going with somebody who doesn't get as much love because saying that Tom Hanks is awesome is true, but not particularly groundbreaking as far as I'm concerned. I'm just using this as an excuse to talk about uh the amazing effect that Tim Curry has had on like my viewing career of all media and the world. Like, it, it's it's not like like he's magnetic, but in a completely different way to Denzel Washington. We've actually picked two. Chalk and cheese kind of guys. Like Denzel's always gonna be uh, a leading man who can do something like without saying a word, you're drawn into and be like, ooh. Whereas Tim Curry is usually playing a villain that usually is making the most interesting and amazing noises you've ever heard. He he's got the best villain laugh, he's got the best like he goes, mmm, and you just know that he's like he can get so much um uh feeling across it. But like he has defined entire genres of of horror and kids movies and TV shows and yeah uh, uh like he can he can be the the bad guy in home alone where he's the like the foil but he's completely not that bad guy you know? in home alone in home alone 2. he's no. the he's the he's the no, I know, I know, She's I know he's not a the bad guy. Is. But he can be a completely inconsequential bad guy. Like, he can be, like, a a little roadblock where you you know he's going to get beaten. Or he can be It the Clown, where he is this evil force that is bringing entire towns to his knees. Or he can be Long John Silver in Muppet Treasure Island doing, like, a neighbourly character at the start and then a heel turn at the end. All while keeping the energy up to match the Muppets. Like, he's playing opposite the, like, the actual Muppets and still doesn't seem like a, like... A weird dude who's just hanging around with these creatures. He's getting as much energy out as them. um And then, like, from that pinwheeling into TV and video games, like he's now in—he's the Nigel Thornbury. He's in Samurai Jack and Freakazoid and Gargoyles and Captain Planet, uh, and now he's doing Brutal Legend and Dragon Age, and just sip, most recently is doing Criminal Minds, where he plays a blackwood, a backwoods killer. Uh, in a bunch of episodes and I'm like yeah. great
1: he still fucking killed it season six cliffhanger into season seven yeah. if I remember uh,
0: I but, and, and, and can be comp- like he's a character actor he's he I'm saying he's like one of the ultimate character actors but he can be bit part throwaway line he's he's the he plays someone's jacket in, in Jim Henson's dinosaurs or he can be the main bad guy on screen like absolutely eating the scenery and and pulling your eyes away from the the leading man
1: Mm. I mean, I like him. I just I feel that it it's it was almost cheating with how he broke into Hollywood
0: with the Rocky Horror Picture Show.
1: Yeah, because he was doing it on stage for how many years?
0: Yeah. How is that, that cheating?
1: because it's, it's like again, this comes back to like, you have thousands of pages of critique and review to go through and be like, oh okay, I can like, get all this. That's like it's different from rehearsing that's in like, your trailer.
0: That's like no, that's like saying Spielberg shouldn't have been getting any kudos for Schindler's List because he's actually Jewish, so he has all this history to pull from. If you're saying he, well, he, he honed his crap... <laughs> oh, well, <he's laughs> like saying. If you're saying he honed his craft by
1: doing it, that's bucks. No, but it's a single it's, role. It's like it's em, a single role. Actors normally are operating within a 90 day window. The average film okay, is so 90 he, days. He had yeah, four, yeah, yeah. three or four years before his 90 days.
0: There are actors who basically take a year off to get their body ready for some. Like that's that's like saying well, Christian Bale is not yeah, Christian
1: Bale is not normal. Let's not bring him into it.
0: Uh, Christian Bale, Robert De Niro, what do you call your man who was in um, uh, Bronson, uh, Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy. Basically letting his legs wither away and just doing press-ups, and like, Robert De Niro getting all prison dentures, all getting his teeth fucked up and getting, like, tattoos that would last six months, but actually getting the tattoos in Cape Fear. There's lads who spend years getting ready for a role.
1: yeah. I don't know it's Tom,
0: just... Tom Hanks in Castaway fucking lived the role he lost the way and then gained it all back over the course of the movie like to basically do both sides of it
1: yeah yeah no that's fair that's fair
0: um, I, I do not see what anyway I accept, like... good. I accept he's goods. I accept he's goods. I just that's like that's like saying any singer who then makes the jump into acting doesn't get it because like ah oh, you've been you've been in front of a camera before though
1: there's I think now we need get to a... we need to get into the crux of it now what are your what are your silver bullets what are your what, arguments like against? So, what are your three examples specifically against Denzel? I, from that What's period, that? I do, gave do you want,
0: do you do you want to rebut, or do you have any? Because I I I was going to do them. I was going to jump over and back with you. So I've already done one. He's got no range. Do you want to do one for?
1: Sure. Curry. Now I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be nice. I'm not going to reference Scary Movie Two. Yeah. Okay. Which he ah. is in he is in right. I'd say he's probably the best thing in it I mean he's the only good thing in it but <laughs> um, the so he was in a direct to fil- a direct to video sequel to the Adams family
0: yes he played Gomez Adams
1: opposite who who uh... played Morticia in that Oh, I have no idea. Daryl Hannah. <laughs> oh my god,
0: I do remember. I just remember staring at her for ages and thinking there was something wrong with her forehead. They'd fucked up her wig or something. Yeah, she's also really tall, oh, man,
1: which is weird. very weird. And there's, uh, there's also like the 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 Adams grandparents are in it. The film is horrendous, and <laughs> and. Even his acting in it is terrible. Yep. When you're uh, watching it, it, you're like, "This this it... has no redeeming features also, no redeeming qualities at all." Yep. <coughs> and I also, I would've... would, go on, go on. Go on. I I would put
0: that down to his uh, uh, his sheer uh, what's the word when somebody puts out a lot of has a lot of output is a p Pro... yeah, productivity prodigiousness, his sheer prodigiousness. Uh, he's got two hundred and thirty six credits. The idea that you're able to find, find some that are irredeemable schlock his, is absolutely fine. I'm just going off. It's of not film. it's not un it's not unforgivable. Like he's he's the first Adam's Family movie was terrible, the second one was great, but everyone after that's been terrible. It's a tough one to get right. And you're following Adam's family values with uh Raul what's his name as Gomez and every single and what do you call her as uh, Morticia that was such a good movie every scene in that movie ends with a solid ass punchline
1: how does uh, how does Adam's family reunion end do you remember Uh,
0: I I, do you know what I definitely have seen it it's exactly the same story as Values isn't it it's like someone shows up or maybe Values is exactly the same story as the first one Uh, I don't remember tell me how it ends
1: a nuclear bomb goes off (laughs) <laughs> and they see it in the that's... distance, and then Morticia gets a little bit gloomy because she notices she's like, "Oh well, we're gonna have nuclear winter now." And then they share a kiss, and that's it. That's the whole fucking I... film. I, like... I
0: remember I did. I didn't do an acting class. I did some sort of drama class one time, but it wasn't quite acting. But there was an improv element to it, and you can tell when people are bad at improv when they just introduce a gun to the scene. So, like, all right, we're all in a restaurant. Let's try and do some comedy. I was like, maybe I'm gonna rob the place. Dropping a nuclear bomb seems like such fucking immature (laughs) improv bullshit. It's like, ah, let's bring a gun to this party.
1: Yeah, it's... Like... I had seen it years ago when it first came out. Specifically because Tim Curry was in it, Darlana was in it, and I'm like, shit, I'll give it a go. And I was working in a video store, so it didn't cost me anything to rent it, and I'm like, I'll try it, I'll bring it home, I'll watch it. It was god-awful and i tried to watch it again the other day to refresh my memory and i had to turn it off after 20 minutes <laughs> because the acting is so shit from all of them like tim curry just he's made out of fucking wood in it there's no style or flourish or feeling of natural acting like it, all yeah. of it it's like he may as well have had the, the lines in his hand on a piece of paper going, like Aha! Yes, Morticia, my, my you know, like it's a, what are you doing? It's it's so yeah. fucking stale. And at this time, like, like it, obviously he hadn't done any colossal, big fucking, you know, like you know he was the leading man in a fantastically like successful film. Yeah. But this was the first of three in a row direct-to-video films that he did that were all terrible. The guy likes to work. Not really, because those were the three of the four fi- uh, three of the five films he did in a f- three-year period. <laughs> so it's no, but like they were just they were. Uh, it was. It's so fucking bad. It's, it's not even just like, I'm holding this as an example of his shitty directed DVD stuff that he did. Those three films that he did.
0: Yep. Yeah. Hey. Ah. So he was having a bad five years. I, I don't know, I still, like his, I still like his scattergun approach of just hitting as many roles as possible to see if he can get some good
1: stuff out of it. He's done like 32 film roles. That's it. That's not a lot. The majority of his stuff is in voice acting and television. Yeah, that's true. But, like, if when you... And are on stage, I suppose. But when you look at his actual film career... Yeah. It's I, very... It's incredibly patchy. I mean,
0: again, we're, we're not just limiting this to his film career. I know you're saying that this is him as an actor, but he is, like, doing... He's still doing stage shows. Like, while he's doing The Adams Family, he's singing the wall by roger waters in berlin while he's doing i haven't
1: i I unfortunately did not live near broadway so i couldn't go and see any (laughs) of his like
0: plays while while he's doing Darkwing duck he's also singing backing vocals on a carly simon album like he's doing lots and lots of really cool stuff
1: it's just as an actor i just
0: yeah it's, it's do you know what there's no guarantee if you're i will admit that when you're sitting down and you see that tim curry's in it I would see that. I would have a spark of joy knowing that he's in there somewhere. But it's no fucking guarantee. But that's the
1: thing. I have like there's three cases here that I've specifically called out, and two of them had that where I'm like, "Wow, that actually looks like a good lineup. This will be pretty good." And you watch, you're like, "Oh my god, that's 90 minutes of my life. I'm not getting back."
0: (laughs) Hey, Uh, Hey, if you're Imagine how bad they would have been if they didn't have Tim Curry to punch up whatever terrible. I don't
1: know. Ends. I never would have watched them. Like, <laughs> uh, one of his roles. I just want to jump to what what one of the other roles ones is... quickly. Hang on. Just one of his roles quickly. is. Go on. The other one, right? So, we have Simon Pegg and Andy Circus as the two leads in this film. We have Isla Fisher. We have Tom Wilkinson. We've Bill Bailey. We've Tim Curry. It's directed by John Landis. You're like, this is gonna knock it out of the fucking park.
0: What the fuck movie is this? Is it the error
1: one? Birkenhare. It's based on the Birkenhare murders of like the early 19th century. Yeah. And it was a black comedy. Yeah. Except yeah, yeah. it's missing one of the things of It's missing uh, jokes. They're usually needed in a comedy film. Yeah, you want those. It's missing kind of a good story. Uh, The two main characters, um, one of them was, uh, but Andy Serkis as well was originally meant to be David Tennant. Um, And it was meant to be like in, they were like being played them all off as like a, um, what was it? John Landis said it was like an evil Laurel and Hardy. Right. Oof. There's, there's no real scares because they were meant to be like, oh, it's a little bit sinister, a little bit hard. Don't really work. There's, the humor is all terrible. and um, yep. The cast have been given... There's the whole thing of like, you know, a good actor could be given a shit role and still make it good. But this is an example of not that because <laughs> yep. it's a group of good actors who are given a shit script and they, have, they just can't put anything out of it. And this seems to be a recurring theme. He is as good as the script he's given. He's got Ridley Scott syndrome. It's like, <laughs> it's he can't put like he, he can't just carry it on his own.
0: There there are so many movies where he just carries it on his own.
1: They, but that's because I think I, I think in a lot of those that the the character is made for him.
0: Yeah, not always. Like the the one of the things that maybe go back and start looking at his career is him being the villain in Brutal Legend. That was supposed to be Ronnie James Dio but he couldn't, he just, they, they started recording with him and he, he didn't quite get the whole voiceover thing and video games thing. Before that, he'd done, like, <laughs> the, the uh, FMVs from Command and Conquer and Alert. And he's fucking amazing A Brutal Legend. He he completely takes over as a character. And he's harking back to, like, him being the evil smog monster from Ferngully and even, like, the devil from Legend. But he still makes an original character out of it. I th- I think the hits hit so hard that the forgettable misses are that. They're forgettable. They're not unforgivable. They're not, oh my God. If you're saying, I'm not getting uh, my life back, it's because the movie sucked. It's not because he sucked down the movie.
1: Personally, I don't think he has... Like you're saying, when the hits hit, they hit hard. I don't think the hits have hit since 1985. With Clue, with Legend... Is there there any
0: role if there's any has there any role you've seen him in where you think there's someone who could have done it better like well he was great in that but if this this actor would have destroyed it because um. I I can like there's a few of those uh there's a few Denzel movies where I'm watching it and I'm just watching on this could have been Jason Statham like this could have been fucking anyone They they just needed a dude in here to look badass and hit a lad with a hammer
1: after like Puppet's Treasure Island I think any of his roles could have been played by anyone really yeah
0: nigel thornbury
1: voice over's different but but voices, because it's, it's, it's the it. voice it's not the character acting on screen it's i'm not seeing them act i'm not see, mm. that's that's more what i'm looking at it's like their actual like on screen persona how they carry themselves in the film how they work with the others yeah. the, the chemistry between like, I mean, the actors
0: that's it Sure. i mean short of criminal minds he hasn't i don't think he's done a role since then where he's got that screen presence
1: like Muppet, still... Muppet's treasure island he's great the year before he was in Congo and Congo was a masterpiece so whatever <laughs> and, in, but like, a... and in previous to that like Congo might Congo might be my,
0: my, one of my least favourite roles of his and it's still great
1: it's, the film is amazing you know <laughs> it's what is it Amy uh, no, it's the fucking sign language in, uh, but, no, but like you go back to like he was great in Legend he was phenomenal in Legend like yeah, stole yeah. the whole film he is incredible in Clue. It's a he, it's he, a small role in an ensemble like, cast, but he is great in Hunt for Red October. Yes, it, he's
0: like, amazing in
1: that. But, the, but like, and then he did like Home Alone Two. He did Loaded lot One. He did Three Musketeers, where he's Cardinal Richelieu, and he's very good in that. Yeah, yeah. He did I'd like he did Congo with Treasure Island, and then after that, excuse me, after that, I... any role could have been anyone.
0: Yeah, maybe that maybe that's the point where we cut off and say, all right, this is me including everything because I wanted to talk about Brit Legend, but you could then say after much of Treasure Island, like, that's it. And his health is fucking depleting, so he's no, you know, like, like he's that's, not, his, that's not
1: That's not his fault. Like, he, he had a stroke, and like, that's not his fault at all. Um, and yeah. I'm just like, when you were saying, you know, mm. oh, like, his whole thing, I'm like... Yeah, but for uh, for a while he was in a wheelchair and everything. Like there was he
0: he was on stage in a wheelchair. He he just started playing roles where he could be in a
1: wheelchair. Oh yeah, no, no, and and fair play to him. Like I just yeah, yeah. like you're taking like his career, his say his on screen career that I can reference directly. Like started in 1975, and you're saying, and like in 2010. He's in like a documentary coming out later this year. But yeah, if you look at like 75 to 2010. But the last fifteen years of that is shit. So you're taking fifty, you're taking fifteen years out of a thirty-five year uh, career. It's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And just going, oh well, that kind of isn't. If if, if you want if, to amend it to be seventy-five to ninety-five, I would agree with no, you. No,
0: no, no. I will. I would say that if I had genuinely, if I had a project starting tomorrow, I had a video game or I had a TV show, or I had something with infinite money. I genuinely, immediately, like, well, what role do we have for Tim Curry? I, like, we're gonna, there's gonna be some character in this with some weird fucking voice that, and I need to get him involved in it. I mm. would still absolutely tap Tim Curry for a role.
1: The last exhibit, uh, exhibit C then, just to to, to finish well, let, it off.
0: Let, let me jump, let me jump back then because you've done, you've, you've done a couple on Tim Curry. Let me because ju- I only did range for... Uh, okay, go on, go on, go Excel. on. So I like that you're, you're picking on some of his movies there. I, I kind of rattled through... The, the uh, his career saying well he's playing similar characters uh I there's a couple of movies that I really liked that I was watching like The Book of Eli or The Equalizer I watched that ages ago and I remembered enjoying it and then was like thinking back and being like I can't remember anything from that movie I can't remember like I, I remember him being badass I remember him like looking into the camera and, and like me being like oh shit's about to go down but it seems like the Equalizer was not a good movie. I genuinely think they were just trying to do Jace. They were trying to do um, Taxi Driver.
1: Well, no, it's an old but TV series. It was a TV know, series they, from
0: like the seventies and eighties th- that they
1: remade.
0: I know, but the movie that they made is Taxi Driver meets Home Alone. Like it's just he needs to he needs to protect a uh, a hooker with a heart of gold or a young hooker.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, and uh, he's uh, white girl's in trouble. He needs to start killing people. Sorry, I was describing um, Man on Fire. Let me go back. The Equalizer. Equalizer, that's right. We're back on the (laughs) Equalizer. And the movie is just absolute bollocks. This is one of the ones where it could have just been Jason Statham, could have been absolutely anyone. Um, They've got that weird thing where if somebody's socially maladept, it counts as a superpower. Like if somebody... He's uh, ex-CIA.
1: That's not socially maladept.
0: <laughs> it's it's it feels like he's playing it like Ben Affleck in The Accountant. It's it's this whole thing of like, oh, you know, I'm he, I'm a lonely man. He and goes
1: and meets his handler at one point. He's like, yeah, I'm retired, but shit's going sideways. Can you get me info on this Russian gangster?
0: Like, he, yeah, yeah, he does. He functionally does the entire bit from Taken down to helping a girl out with her music career. Uh, he walks into a room and does the Sherlock scan the room to see all the different points I'm going to kill people from. Uh, and I'm pretty sure all of the the Russian villains in it were also in John Wick. Like, it, literally, the actors playing functionally the same things. And I was like watching clips from it this morning, and I forgot there was this whole karate kid bit where he's teaching a fat lad how to be a security guard. Uh, it is such uh, he's such doctor. a he's such a he's such a mary sue of badasses he's like we get it we get it you've established that he wants to help the girl you've established that he's mr viaggi you've established that he's actually yeah, just make him punch someone it's been
1: so long please punch someone. the second film in that fra- in that franchise and we might get another one because it was one in 2014 <laughs> one in 2018 the yeah. one in 2018 the ending of it is him fighting his old cia buddies in a seaside town that has been evacuated because there's a hurricane coming in so it's the the hurricane is landing all right so they're in like the middle of the storm but everyone's still using silencers because you know yeah yeah. in an evacuated town with a hurricane gotta have my silencer (laughs) equipped
0: Uh, but there's there's a bit in The Equalizer where, again, they have to drive home the fact how smart and capable he is. He's just walking around holding a book with Don Quixote, and the girl asks him what it's about. It's about, oh, it's about a knight who doesn't realize that knights don't exist anymore or something. And you're like, wow, you're so well read. What I really appreciate there is the heavy handedness. <laughs> like, that's... it. It's... I, it feels like someone who was a fan of Denzel Washington wrote that movie for him, and it shows. It's it's the kind of movie you'd scrawl in the back of your homework notebook. I know you're saying it was an old TV show, but, like, you're supposed to... <laughs> I I don't know. I It was one of a bunch of movies I saw that came out after Taken and the Bourne movies, which we were talking about last time around, that I genuinely just look at it going, this could, have been, this, this could have been any actor. It's cool that it's Denzel, but this is not a good movie.
1: Wow, it's got to—it's—it's. Uh, it's... <sighs> I like it, but it's—I—I I like it because of. He almost goes out of his way for the majority of it to not use guns. I—I'm I, yeah. not a fan of when action films just fall back on like the first sign of a fight and everyone pulls out a gun. Because it's—you're yeah, cutting it just... out a lot of inventiveness. You can show us something cool and memorable, or you can yeah. pull out a gun. So, that's that's just my, 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 like, that's I think that's he, why it has a soft, I have a soft, soft spot for it.
0: I know, but it's really, it's, it, again, it's Home Alone. It's Batman, except he's allowed to kill people. Like, the bits where Batman suddenly, gra- like, won't use guns, but grabs a dude and pulls him up on a wire, and then, inter- like, is like, where's the detonator? It's that, except he then drops, like, the equalizer breaks his fucking neck and kills him with a hammer. Like, it's, it's just that bit of taking it that little bit further. I don't know, it felt like a lot, it felt like it was taking bits from a lot of movies that came out at the time. Yeah. Uh, while well, we're on it which one was out of time and which one was deja vu yes uh, which one was unstoppable and which one was Pelham 123
1: Pelham 123 is the remake of the 70s film um, there's a hostage situation the... on uh, train uh, the, the, the train two, is the bad the, the 123 which Pelham? one was the one where
0: the train is the bad guy <laughs> <laughs> not, the, not the one where the plane is the bad guy the one where the train is the bad guy
1: that would be unstoppable the taking of 1 on one two three the, the train is stationary for nearly all of it okay. and it's, it's a, basically it's a hostage it's
0: <laughs> unstoppable the train won't be stationary yes. even if they wanted to um, I see. it's a hostage negotiation
1: to... thing the uh, John Travolta and um... oh my god how have I just forgotten his name uh, it'll come to me, but th- there's basically a gr- group of guys who've taken it over, have it rigged with explosives, and they're like it's a hostage situation. So, um, the the watch called um the Deja Vu is the one where there's like the ferry explosion, and um, he's an ATF agent, and they're trying to investigate. How it was planted, who did it, that type of thing, yeah. and then there's basically um, there there's like this uh, like a a thing that they're making, like a technological thing called Snow White, and it allows them Brilliant. to alter time or or view time, but not necessarily change it. But then he realizes he can, he can influence. This is
0: like when things. Nick, this is like when Nick Cage did next and numbers right after each other, and you're like Nick, what are you doing? <laughs>
1: You need the cage alone.
0: All right. <laughs> um, uh, uh, what was what was your final? What was the nail in the coffin for Tim Curry?
1: Bailey's billions, billions is I spelled with a dollar sign.
0: Stop, stop doing things to Tim Curry. <laughs> I haven't seen Bailey's billions. I assume it's wonderful. Do you know what it's about? Uh. No, but uh, tell me... I'm, I'm going to read out me... the synopsis. It's
1: like two, uh, three sentences. Hold on.
0: Let me... I haven't seen it, but let me guess. Uh, there's an amount of money uh, in a will and uh, a group of people are each trying to outdo each other. I'm thinking... I don't know what I'm thinking of. Maybe a fish called Wanda, but like a a British man and an American and like... Uh, a bunch of uh, an ensemble cast are all trying to fuck each other over, and it's and it's a quick witted farce. Am uh, I uh, close?
1: No, you are with ensemble cast, okay. but, but at the same time, you're not with ensemble cast. So, okay. uh, this film stars Dean Cain. I
0: love Dean Cain. Uh, yep.
1: Uh, right. Laurie Holden, only Superman, right? Um, Jennifer Tilly, Tim Curry, John Lovitz. I like John Lovitz. And a, few, a few other heads you'd recognise, right? The synopsis. A talking golden retriever named Bailey inherits a fortune from his deceased owner, Constance I, Pennington. Hang on a minute. Let well, me I'd, finish. I'd
0: watch, that. I'd watch that over the You evening. let me
1: finish. <laughs> he becomes the target of a dog napping plot. I, then I got it right. He inherits. Say it again. A talking golden retriever in, uh, named Bailey inherits a fortune from his deceased owner. He becomes the target of a dog-knobbing plot by his owner's nephew and the nephew's wife. Uh, the scheme is ultimately foiled. That is the, 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 the plot. John Lovitz, really John Lovitz voices the dog. Because of course he does. Uh, Tim Curry is the nephew who's who's, in, who's the mastermind behind this dog-knobbing ba- plot.
0: Yeah, he's the bad guy. He's the male Cruella de presumably.
1: one I all you're saying I anyway have to is explain that, the negative aspects of a talking fucking animal film a live-action uh, talking animal film I'm sorry
0: do, I as someone who cried at the end of homeward bound I <laughs> I don't think or someone who grew up watching look who's talking and look who's talking now or look who's talking to the other ones I am completely fine with talking animal movies
1: no I hate uh, I hate I hate them I hate it it's I, I, I hate I, it I, uh, I
0: hate it I I love Turner and Hooch where it's just a guy and a big dog even if they don't talk and I that's love Kane, fine I the,
1: dog's the dog's not Jim talking is fine it's when you start having the dogs talk to one another <laughs> and it's like how many years before you actually got around to shooting this shit did you actually have the the actors record these voice lines it's yep it's so bad it is I put it on I mean. I put even, it on, even, and I watched five gone. minutes, and I was like, no, <laughs> I don't need to watch any more. This is god-awful. Even Whoopi Goldberg,
0: EGOT winner Whoopi Goldberg, was in that T-Rex movie. What is it called? Theodore Rex, where she's a cop was to pair up with a talking dinosaur
1: oh, God, I as her partner. Oh. <laughs> I had, I had <laughs> repressed that.
0: That... I want people to take bigger swings in life. I want to see peaks and troughs. I don't want to see even keel, standard ass Denzel Washington doing the same role every time. I want some Bailey's billions with my Doctor Frank and and Chitlong John Silvers. <laughs> Let me bring up Bailey's billions. What is what's his character's name?
1: Casper Pennington.
0: Oh, that's great. <laughs> this is like something I'd write. <laughs> that's not a good thing a su- Johnny a sweet and savvy talking golden retriever he's <laughs> savvy <laughs> this dog knows what's up it's... Uh, yeah I understand this is a bad movie I would probably watch a chunk of it
1: anyway anyway that's that, I, I I like when this is the type of muck that you're making yep <sighs> I that also that oh, wasn't I, even directed to DVD <laughs> Like a film released in it. Probably like six cinemas or something. Oh yes.
0: I I once went to see Matthew Broderick's Inspector Gadget in theaters. And it's so bad. It's one of the worst fucking movies I've ever seen. And the worst part of it is it's eighty minutes long. So when it was over and like the lights came up, I was like, it's not even the length of a proper fucking movie. Like it's bad. But at least like stretch it out. Pretend like I, I would have respected you more if you'd really fucking stretched it to get to 90 minutes. 80 minutes just is admitting that it's bad. You're like, Do you know what? The less of this, the better.
1: Yeah. It's just...
0: Uh, I mean, all I can, uh, to, to wrap mine up, all I can say about uh, uh, Denzel Washington is I don't think he's got the rate. If, like, if for some godforsaken reason you didn't like Denzel, you wouldn't be able to watch a single one of his movies uh, where there are so many other actors that can do a bit more of a range, where you're like, eh, I don't give a fuck about him in this one. Uh, so the, some of his action movies are completely fucking bollocks. Like The Equalizer to me, I that it just seems like everybody was taking every. It's it's a camel. It's, it's a movie made by committee. It's everybody saying, all right, let's take this scene from Batman, this scene from Sherlock, the story from Taken, the bad guys from John Wick, and just put it all together.
1: That's be, still better than a talking dog inheriting millions or billions or whatever.
0: I, I don't know. On paper, it seems great. I, I feel like... Was there any sequels? Bailey's Pups? Bailey's Trillions?
1: Not yet. Well, like maybe, 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 maybe they're holding out for that nostalgia hook in 10 years. <laughs>
0: And and me grasping at straws at the end is some of the movies are a bit similar out of time. Man on Fire, Maturing Candidate. uh,
1: Man on Fire, Maturing Candidate are completely different. The the plot of the Maturing Candidate is so different.
0: Uh, What's the one that's like Man on Fire? Oh, Man on Fire and the Equalizer. Then, where it's something has happened to a small white girl, and now I get to kill people.
1: To be fair, with Man on Fire, he's essentially the he's a bodyguard, right? Yeah, alcoholic, washed up, like, you know. Um, I've never seen John Q.
0: What's that one? Is that another hostage situation?
1: Um, The... What you call it? No, it's, a, it's basically it's his kid. He's like a regular dude. That's the whole idea. He's just John Q, ah. whoever. Um, and his son is sick. He's got like, he needs a heart transplant, but his insurance won't cover it and yep. he in a panic basically it's, it is a hostage situation but he's the hostage taker he basically oh. takes, takes surgeons hostage and he's trying to get them to perform the transplant right right so it's more of a like you know desperate desperate uh regular guy desperate situation uh push to his limit type thing falling down but a little bit more hold, uh, holds him you know
0: uh, so Fences and John Q are the two that jump out at me as the ones I need to see then
1: Fences is yeah. fantastic. put it like I said completely irredeemable there is nothing to like about the guy
0: yeah yeah hey again Gregory Peck and boys from Brazil playing fucking Mengele I mean like me looking at him going that was Atticus Finch a few years ago what's happening yeah um, I'll definitely give it a watch I mean, do we need to call it? What do you want to wrap up on Tim Curry? We'll
1: no, I think I've made my case to Tim Curry. I think he's great. If you just take the first twenty years, say twenty-one, to yep. with the Christmas Carol of um, Treasure Island, but at, like uh, from ninety, like starting mid ninety-six onwards, it's just muck. It's just like some of them are fine films. Like they're not amazing. They're not terrible. Like a film like um, uh, *Charlie's Angels*, but that could have been anyone.
0: Yeah, I, do you know what? There's There does come a point where I genuinely think Muppet Treasure Island is his last film role and then after that goes into Captain Planet, Gargoyles, The and The Mask and stuff and I'm like, yeah, now he's a voice actor. Now yeah. we're never going to but see that, him. But like we the, don't need to see him again.
1: I get that actors and voice actors, like a lot of the skills are the same but like this is, I'm looking at it from the perspective of how they hold their, what their screen presence is like, how they interact with people. Yeah the quality of the film. I'm not even that pushed if a film is bad, but they do a great performance because that, like, yeah, yeah. There, there is a lot of that in, in like, you know, I think that's, that's almost a mark of a great actor is that they can p- still pull it off. But there was a number of films that are just kind of meh and he's meh. Yep. So, but I mean, the, the audience might have a different idea.
0: Yeah. No, so. I, I get, I, genuinely at the start of this was like, oh man, I keep, I, <laughs> he's got so many weird roles and I, I, like don't know how I'm going to talk about all of them, and actually did just end up re- listening to him singing and a bunch of different things, and mm. be like, I fucking love the man. <laughs> yeah, uh, no,
1: like I, uh, like I said, he's he's he is he's talented, and he has a quite a diverse career. But, but just as an actor on screen, like big screen actor, it's just it doesn't seem to pull off I, that much.
0: I think I think we could leave it at Tim Curry. When he's good, he's very very good, and when he's bad, he's horrid. And Denzel Washington when he's good, he's very good, and when he's great, he wins Oscars
1: yeah and when and when he's bad <laughs> when he's bad, those films don't get released. I assume he has people like you know disappeared to make sure those films don't get released,
0: <laughs> yeah, oh like uh, I, I I think we can call this one for Denzel, then. All right. but uh like I said, I wanted
1: the early win because of a feeling you're yeah, gonna pull out some that I'm not going to be able to compete with so
0: i I think if we do film production companies I've, I've kind of mentioned one to you before so i really like there's one i i think i've got a real good track record for but this has been super fun <laughs>
1: yeah it's interesting having to like yeah like having to find the defense and also like like i had to go through like a, i was going through denzel stuff and a lot of the early ones i'm like no that film was too shit i can't i can't i can't yeah, yeah. Like, we got to cut that year but it's a really good one just before <laughs> god damn it <laughs> and we just had to oh, like trim the year I really wish I'd done Harrison Ford
0: versus Denzel, or some, something big like that. But I, I for some reason decided that underrated was the way to go.
1: Oh well, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, um, cool. I would like, I would like to hear the audience's opinions on, on what they think if they would throw a vote, if they like, we're we're counting it for Denzel. Would they count it for Tim? What's going yeah. on? Actually, we should post this with a with a poll and get people to vote on which. They Absolutely. Think is better. So, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Thanks for guys. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. Hit me one time. Hit me twice. Oh, ah. oh. <laughs> that's
0: rather nice.
1: Oil and grime, poison sludge, diesel clouds and muck, just muck, slime beneath me, moon, mm. slime. I see the world and all the creatures in it. I suck them dry.